2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game
3: on this side of the speaker. Let's play B Mix. Beat Mix, don't be a loser. Whoa, beat Mix, you're a loser. Who's
0: ready to be? I know Stephen from Renton is. Stephen, are you there? Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Bye-bye. For those playing at home, Stephen has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Letters that aren't vowels are called what? They are called consonants. Yes. Which class of animals can live both on land and in water?
3: Uh, da, da, da,
0: da. amphibious yes a standard piano has 88 keys 52 are white so how many are black
3: uh 36
0: yes the reality show love is blind is on what streaming site
3: love is blind uh netflix
0: yes the south pole is located on what continent
3: south pole is in
1: antarctica
0: yes fluffy is a three headed dog from what movie
3: from what movie uh uh,
0: yeah. Who won Album of the Year at the most recent Grammys? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what civil rights leader's birthday was signed into law as a federal holiday in 1983? Uh, Martin the King? Yes. Venus? Which planet spins the fastest in the solar system? That'd be Uranus, there. No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: Venus. No. <laughs> Mercury. No. Uh, Steven, you got six correct, though. Oh, that's I was a, impressed. That's a pretty good score. I have faith. Recently, I haven't had a lot of faith in a lot of listeners. So, <laughs> Steven, come on. Beat Steve. Maybe Steve is off today.
3: Steven versus uh, Steve.
4: I know. I
0: like it. Steven's like fancy Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> Steven's with, more classic. Is it with a PH? No,
4: a V.
1: Oh, v. my man.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Keeping it real.
0: Steve, are you ready?
1: Oh yeah! I don't know why it's fake if you do pH, but for me it is. Step
0: I feel Penn. that though, Steve hen. Yeah, it's very unnecessary. Letters that aren't vowels are called what? Consonants. Yes. Which class of animals can live both on land and in water?
3: Um.
1: Uh, oh. Um. Uh, uh. Turtles. No. <laughs> Frogs. No. Amphibians.
0: Yes. A standard piano has eighty-eight keys. Fifty-two are white, so how many are black? <sighs> 36. Yes. The reality show Love is Blind is on what streaming site? Crap, you keep talking about this show. I do. Um, Netflix? It is. The South Pole is located on what continent?
1: That would be North America. No. Antarctica.
0: Yes. Fluffy is a three-headed dog from what movie?
1: Aye. Uh Star Wars? No. Um Moana? No. Uh Shrek?
0: No. Oh. Who won Album of the Year at the most recent Grammys? Oh crap.
1: Uh, Taylor Swift?
0: Yes. Okay. What civil rights leader's birthday was signed into law as a federal holiday in nineteen eighty
1: three? Uh Martin Luther King Jr.
0: Yes. Which planet planet spins the fastest in the solar system?
1: Oh, definitely Uranus, sir. No. Oh. Um Mercury? No. Pluto? No. I
0: guess Pluto. That was a- Oh, it doesn't matter though because you got seven correct, which oh, is a win, barely. Let's go. Steven, I'm so great. sorry. It was Swift. I'm- you knew oh, it? Oh, we lost him. You knew it was Swift. He knew it in his heart. He should have just guessed that. Another one the dust. Wow. Injury. I really have faith in Steven. One well, I should have removed the end and then <laughs> faith
1: in Steve.
0: Uh, Danny, Fluffy is a three-headed dog from what movie? Harry Potter, of course. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, I would have guessed like at least 37, maybe 40 more movies before I even got <laughs> I to knew. Harry Potter.
0: Your wife would be so disappointed, Steve. I'll, I'll, yeah, th- th- add that to the list. <laughs> and which planet spins the fastest? Jupiter? Yes. Mm. Wow, Tared, I'm impressed. I, I feel like I read that very recently. And now you'll never forget. And never forget it. Well, congratulations, Steve.
1: Thank you. Big win. Big win.
4: There's a well-known celebrity in the news right now for tattooing most of his upper body with black ink. And he says he did it for spiritual reasons. We're going to tell you who did this after the Foo Fighters.
2: The Daily Migs Show.
4: There is quite a lot of buzz happening online. People are chatting about the latest tattoo that Machine Gun Kelly got. Do you rock with Machine Gun Kelly? No.
1: You don't like his pop well, punk stuff?
4: No, I don't I I don't actually really know if you told me name a Machine Gun Kelly song I couldn't so
1: you haven't heard this one (laughs) this is when he was trying to be like a pop punk guy he's a rapper as well
4: well I was very impressed with his performance in the dirt
1: oh as Tommy Lee yeah he was pretty badass as Tommy Lee
4: so he sings all his own stuff yeah
1: well, I mean, allegedly. Allegedly. No, yes, of course he does. Mm. No, I'm not feeling it. It's not, okay. it's not sparking fair, fair, any fair. joy for
4: me. But The, the video is
1: say- fun to watch because it's him and Megan Fox. Yeah.
4: Well, and, that.
1: And I mean, she does not look. That yeah. at all? So you're willing to like look at Machine Gun Kelly while you're enjoying some Megan Fox in this mix? You've seen this video, right, Danny? Oh yeah, of course you have. Well, of course, of you. course. <laughs> oh well, did you see? Did you
4: ever see one of the transformation videos of him becoming Tommy Lee for the yes. movie? Because he's already covered in tattoos, and they
1: basically had to like put like makeup on to make him just bare, and then put new and tattoos and then put on. Tommy Lee's
4: tattoos, and yeah. he had to do that every day.
1: And I think it was like several hours he had to pull that off.
4: Well, now. If if it's not possible, do you think that he could have more tattoos than he did before? Now he's got one giant tattoo going on.
1: I saw the tattoo. And a lot of people are saying it looks like he basically got... Because uh, he basically blacked out his... From his stomach up. So someone calling it, it looks like a crop top. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny because it does. It's like it's not... His arms are fully blacked out, and his chest is blacked out, but, like, some spots aren't so they could work, like, designs in there as well. It's very creative style of tattooing.
4: I mean, and the lines are very clean. It yeah. leaves some room for future work, and, like, he's got, like, a stripe kind of almost, like, across his nip his nipples. He also blacked out his nipples. It's weird.
1: Which I thought was a little aggressive.
4: That would hurt. I don't I know mean, why.
1: Maybe it would be weirder if he had, like, this fully blacked out chest, and then there's are just, like, these two nips that are just there. That might have looked a little strange. <laughs>
4: The tattoo artist, and I'm sure that you know he meant this completely, said that he's never met a tougher one. Like, that that tattoo job was bananas.
1: That's a lot of ink, and there's some very sensitive spots. I mean, everyone's got their own spots that are unbearable. For me, it was kind of like above the collarbone into the shoulder area. I did not enjoy that area. I, I, not that I enjoyed any of I've never been that person. Like, tattoos are easy, because they're not. They're, they're, they're I love not.
4: getting needles.
1: I love the moment when, they're, <laughs> when it's done. But, like, you know, the process is, is quite extreme. And I've seen a couple of my friends have, like, the blacked-out tattoos, but not oh, yeah. all of the chest. Like, an arm. Yeah. And I'm always curious, and I always ask, like, certain people. I'm like, well, why do? you – clearly you had tattoos under that. And some of them was because, like, an ex was involved in, like, either tattooing them or they – And I'm always curious, like, if anyone does have a blacked-out tattoo, please call us at 206-803-ROCK. Because I'm, I'm curious of, like, why did you get the blackout?
4: If you have If you have a photo of it, you could email it to us. DMS at kisw.com. I would love to see it. The the first real blackout tattoo I remember seeing was Tim Cummerford of uh, Rage Against the Machine and yes. Audio Slave and other things. Uh, that he had kind of like the shoulders that were all blacked out.
1: And I remember when he first saw it, it was like it's kind of like uh Machine Gun Kelly's. It's very vibrant and it's very like it's shiny black. Yeah. And then over the years it fades like any tattoo. So now it's kind of like a newspaper graying kind Ooh. of a I mean, it's still fine.
4: Do you get your tattoos touched up ever? No. I've never once had a tattoo touched up ever. But, and you could probably tell that by looking at them.
1: Flaws and all. For me, a lot of times, like the tattoo, I mean, I, I, I love all the tattoos I have, but it's more about the story and the experience and why I got them at that time. Maybe it's like to get my mind off of something, to commemorate something. That to me is, the tattoos are memories and they they, they, they just trigger great memories or sometimes tough memories that the tattoo did help me get my mind off of whatever I was dealing with at the time.
4: I'm just wondering if you get the all-black tattoos or the blackout tattoos, I guess I should call them. Do you, is that something you're going to go in and get touched up? Or is that like, now we're done, one and done. Oh. And not one. It says that he used 44 needles altogether for the for the tattoo. At the
3: same time? I mean, I think for, yeah. they must have gone through 44 needles. So I've, I've I've followed a couple of artists who have done this before and it's like a different style of tattooing where they use a ton of needles and it's kind of like they stroke your skin. <sighs> like it's like, think of like a massage as opposed to like, you know, where they're just do, like drawing a picture. They're kind of just going down you know, and then I've heard that with the blackout tattoos, you have to do multiple sessions because oh, yeah. the first one doesn't necessarily take Stick. that well. So then you got to go do it again. You got to do it like three or four times. Oy. And then, especially, I've known people that do the white ink on top in yeah. designs, and that's even. More because you have to do it over and over again for the white to show on top of the black.
1: Those tattoos look awesome. They're so cool. I'm so impressed by the ones that I have designs within the blackout ink. But I don't
3: know if I've seen that.
1: Oh, do a Google search and 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 look those up because it's it's worth checking out. It's impressive. Like Danny just Oh yeah.
4: That is pretty rad.
1: They yeah. look great. I, I don't think I could sit through that.
4: Nope. Yeah, that's a lot.
1: So so it's multiple needles that are just kind of just scraping, like just tatting you down. Yeah.
4: Wow. So it's 44 needles at the same time. That's what I've heard. Dang. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Work harder, not... Or smarter, not harder. (laughs) Be as quick
1: as you possibly can. And do you you, think he did the the numbing stuff? Ah, that's a great question.
4: Is that for before and after or just... before, okay. Yeah. So you put the the, the the. I was not available the last time I got a tattoo. It's been a minute since I.
1: It was, and I've never been like I'm not anti. It, I've never done it. I've always been curious about it because I friend I know Danny, you've you've done it before. and I'm not like one of those people you see on social media it's just like, if you can't take the pain, you'll get the tattoo. Like it's like what are we what are we doing? Yeah, you know <laughs> who cares? Like at this point, like I'm actually at that point where it's like I would probably consider doing it for like a back piece just because I don't. I, I've been through this enough. I don't feel like having to deal with that pain, but also. Whenever I think about it, it's too late to get the numbing cream, and i am already got the tattoo scheduled. I'm like, ah, screw it. Let's just go.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, also, uh, Machine Gun Kelly posted his photo and said it was for spiritual purposes only.
1: I do love some people are mad because he, like, tattooed over, like, these. I don't, I've never paid attention to his tattoos, but I guess he has a lot of tattoos that are, like, tribute to Cleveland. Oh, oh where okay. he's from. And some people are like, you turned your back on Cleveland. What did Megan Fox make you do it? I'm just like, man, we're just jumping to conclusions. <laughs>
4: Well, Robert Downey Jr. gave a pretty incredible answer to someone that asked what he would give as advice to himself as a teen. With everything he's been through in this life, you're going to want to hear what he said, and you'll hear it at 720.
3: The Daily Migs Show. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. So
4: there's a member of our show who's in the middle of a debate with some friends. Do you think it's okay to sell breast milk? (laughs) Tomorrow at this time at 720, we are going to tell you what's going on. But right now, we want you to think back to when you were 17. Okay. And what advice you would give to that version of you. Just a few years ago, man. (laughs) Like yesterday. Yes. 206-803-ROCK. The reason we are asking is because there was a recent interview where Robert Downey Jr. was asked what advice he would give to his 17-year-old self if he could. And Robert Downey Jr.'s answer was this.
1: I've been thinking about this recently. If I could talk back to that... uh,
2: 17 year old who was doing regional theater in rochester i would say guess what it's gonna go pretty well it's gonna be a lot of ups and downs i'm not gonna tell you the specifics because you get too scared but it turns out in a good place and it never will get better than it is right now
1: so just appreciate where you are that is a great answer and i love how he kind of like slightly glossed over you don't want to know what happened during this ups and downs because you will get too scared. Now. For, for some people, they're thinking, well, what the hell happened with Iron Man? I mean, Iron Man's just been the massive celebrity for what? Like, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man has been like, what, 20 years? Probably. Something along those lines, maybe at 15 or 20 years where he's just been like dominating as far as like a box office draw. But Sarah Dandy, do you, you're younger than Taron and I. Do you know the dark side of Robert Downey Jr.? No.
0: I never knew it until recently because everyone said he... He's sober now, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, so like, there was a time where, I mean, thank goodness for him, there wasn't TMZ or the internet. Because when he was spiraling out of control, who knows how much worse it would have been. And it was pretty bad. Like when he said, you'll be scared. I, I, I came across like a little bit of a timeline of some of the stuff that happened with Robert Downey Jr. Just to give you guys an idea. So at one point in the 80s and 90s, he was, he was on crack and heroin. He got his buddies, which were Sean Penn and Dennis Quaid, two actors. They took him to a rehab. He broke out with just a bottle of water. At some point, he was stopped by police while driving naked down Sun- Sunset Boulevard. Okay. Another point, he was arrested for driving with cocaine, heroin, and a, 350- a 375 Magnum.
4: This is making me feel better about our Friday night, for sure. Yeah.
1: Here's the one that I will-, I will never forget. At one point, he uh, the cops were called because he passed out in a random person's home in their child's be- bedroom. Oh, God. Their kid's 11 years old. Apparently... They were like, oh, our kid went to bed early. They go into the room to check on their child. Thankfully, the child wasn't in there. Who was in there? A naked Robert Downey Jr. in the bed. And they're like, what the hell is Robert Downey Jr. doing in our bedroom? He somehow snuck in their house. Where's his pants? And how about the family didn't press charges? They probably felt bad for him.
4: Do you think they would have pressed charges if it was a stranger?
1: Maybe. Probably. Definitely. Or they got a big payout. That could be as well. And you would think that's rock bottom. But no, he was arrested in a Wonder Woman costume at a Palm Springs hotel. So that proves that he was into superhero films. <laughs> he escaped a court-ordered rehab through a, ba- a bathroom window. He woke up in a prison in a pool of his own blood. He once showed up to a meeting two hours late, and he was carrying a shotgun. That was a meeting for a movie that he was going to be a part of. And he was also fired from Ally McBeal after he was found wandering the street, wandering the streets of Hollywood, barefoot and high. Wow! I mean, this guy went through a lot of crap. So it's, it's to me as an older dude. Seeing what Robert Downey Jr has become is just insane in that, a great way.
4: There was a, a party a, an annual party that went down at WSU for a little while when I was there and it was called Robert Downey Jr Day. Oh my gosh. I
1: hope it didn't involve going to anyone's house and sleeping in their child's bedroom.
4: Not that I recall. Okay, good. But they would get t-shirts made that had his face on it like his party like in in the he the you know highest of his partying days, literally highest of oh, his yeah, partying. There's days. there's a lot of
1: mugshots out there of him
4: um it was it was quite chaotic
1: that's why when he says i if i tell you everything you've been through you will be scared i don't think i don't think you could have a more spot on thing to say than he would have to say to a 17 year old version of himself like look it's gonna suck for a while but things are gonna get awesome
4: I'm I'm, i know he's come so far obviously with his you know his health and his wellness and his career but that has got to be really hard just even reading what you just and that's th- just that's, some of even, it. that's just the stuff that he got busted for that's just some of the Lowlights or highlights, depending on how you look at it. Oh my God! So, rockaholics, we are asking you—crazy, right? What advice would you give to the 17-year-old version of yourself? Two zero six eight zero three rock. We're going to take your calls after the Beastie Boys. The
2: Daily, the Daily Mix Show.
4: Rockaholics, what advice would you give to the 17-year-old version of yourself? Two zero six eight zero three rock. Steve Miggs. Yes. You have thoughts on what you'd tell your 17-year-old self?
1: Don't do it. No. Um, I have, and actually one of the textures kind of falls right in line with what I was thinking. The advice I would give to my 17-year-old me, this is from the texture at 206-803-ROCK. Stop trying to fit in and let my freak flags fly or fry. It took me years to figure out who I am and what makes me happy, and I wish I was just me. I know I'm weird, but I love it. Uh, Mine kind of ties in with that. I think I would just say simply just stop giving an F about what everybody thinks. Yeah, I think when you get older, especially once I hit 40, I feel like that was a moment where a switch was turned where it's just like, who cares? Like, seriously, like who cares about the opinions of those that you don't know? I mean, I I think that's a valuable lesson for anyone on social media. I have to remind myself still of that every day. Sometimes where someone says something, you're just like, it gets under your skin. I'm like, why do I care? I don't know this person. Yeah. I don't know anything about them. They're not important to me. No offense to that person, but they're not important to me. So why would their opinion of something matter? You know, it's just an opinion. Opinions are just opinions. Like we all have Stupid opinions, smart opinions, whatever they are. Uh, but for me, I was just so concerned about caring about like, how my family viewed me and my friends. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I think I cheated myself of doing things that would have been fun for me because I didn't want to be viewed a certain way. That's why when I took 40, I was like, as long as my body can do it, doing the, the indie wrestling thing because that's something I always wanted to do. But I know my family would have just like, crapped all over me for it. So I kind of was living a life in fear of disappointing them. And I wish I wouldn't have done that. Now, sure. now it's like I hit that point where I'm just like, well, if they don't like it, they don't like it. It's okay. They don't have to like it. Still be, we can still be related. It's not like all of a sudden our, our marriage, or not marriage, or our my my mom son relationship is done, or my dad son relationship is done because I'm doing something that they don't approve of. It's okay. Yeah. What about you?
4: Hmm. I think maybe my advice would be just don't be discouraged when when you know the door gets slammed in your face you know because you're gonna have opportunities that come up and sometimes that's a deterrent like if you get told no for a job or something like that which did happen to me many times but just like keep keep fighting and don't let it break your spirit
1: oh so you weren't talking about the door at Numos <laughs> when they told you to get out because you were too drunk and slammed the door on your face
4: but you know it's i think there were some times like I, you know i was i was discouraged not getting ra- you know this radio job or that radio job and 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 there were moments that it Almost, you know, broke me into like getting getting out of radio yeah. or not wanting to do radio. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think, um, you know, just reminding myself that, you know, if you if you just keep your blinders on and keep grinding, you'll get where you want to be. And full circle moment, guys. I'm doing the daily Make show with three really awesome people.
1: Where are these people?
4: <laughs> Who are they?
1: I uh, just want to give myself one piece of advice: always put a rubber on it.
4: That's a good one too. Yeah. I, think,
1: I thought you know, of that when we met our. Um, <laughs> And we we met someone who worked at that hotel that we were at, and they said we were talking talk about something like, oh yeah, I'm used to that because I have I have some kids. I'm like, oh yeah, what, what, how many kids you got? And they said ten, and I was like, wow, ten kids on purpose. <laughs> One kid is a lot. Two seems like a nightmare.
4: Is that more than Nick Cannon? No, Nick, Nick Cannon has more than ten. I guys.
1: believe Nick
3: Cannon has more than ten. What about you, Danny? Oh. You know, it's hard. I I would say something deep in terms of like. Um, don't believe what you don't believe what you think others perceive of you mm. because it's such a thing like no one actually looks at you in a certain way and but I think that my own head tells me that other people are judging me or thinking things about me and i i lived so much of my life through that like in college and stuff of like trying to just be somebody else because of what i thought others thought about me and then like come out later and i find out like no none of those people thought anything negative about me
1: some of them probably never even thought a single thing about exactly you. but not, I, I've, I've been guilty of that my anxiety yeah. is just like they're all dissolved
3: they're, they're all crapping on me oh. and i realized oh
1: no they don't even like, I'm not even, that's a very
3: narcissistic thing to think right. that people are just constantly having conversations about you behind your back when they're not. Or they're all out to get you or they're all like competing against, it's like, no, that that none of that's true. And then you talk to some of those people like later on in life and you're like, oh, I thought you thought this about me. And they're like, no, I thought the complete opposite. And it's like, I was just too nervous to talk to you yeah. or whatever. And it's like girls, like guys, all of the above. And it's just one of those things of like, hey, chill out. Dude, like
1: Everyone's on their own course. yeah, And you're not a part of that course, even though you think you are.
3: The world's not about you. You know, you that just kind of reminded me of another one.
4: I would maybe tell myself like, be single a little bit, oh, yeah. you know, like I was always, de- I always had a boyfriend and I got married when I was really young, like be single for a minute, you know, and I still sow my- those
1: wild oats.
4: I, I should have. Yeah. I really should have because I, w- I was kind of like a serial monogamist, you know, I like, go from one relationship to the next and never had any like lag time between, you know, I do love this text. <laughs> what would
1: I say to my 17 year old self? She doesn't like you, dummy. There's greener pastures and you'll regret not doing them. That's a good one. That's one that I always had to like give some of my younger buddies that are all worked up about someone. I'm like, Why are you so worked up about somebody that doesn't want to be in a relationship with you? Yeah. At the end of the day, that's really what it boils down to.
4: And there's so many fish in the sea.
1: I mean, you could go very cliche with that response. Yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) You know, have you even left your, your hometown? Like, let's get out of our hometown.
1: What about you, Sarah?
0: Oh, I would definitely tell myself to stop being so moody. Stop being so emotional. How about you tell I, your
1: 30-something your yeah, own version of yourself you. that I'm as so well? I mean, the 17-year-old, that's it. all good,
0: but... Yeah, I used to i used to have quite quite the temper. I mean... Used to? You guys know... Okay, only when I'm very intoxicated nowadays, I get a temper, but yeah, usually... Was just
1: last Friday. That was forever
0: ago. Well, usually now I call myself Namaste Sarah. Because there's a lot of things that I would like to bitch everyone out at, but I contain myself now.
3: You call yourself that. I don't know if anyone else calls you
4: that. You know what,
0: guys? I'm getting upset. <laughs> Do we want the angry side to come out now? Namaste out of pneumos for the rest of the night. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I didn't say my 17-year-old self would take my advice. No, this is just probably, what I would tell 17-year-old
1: her. 17-year-old self would probably go tell yourself to go F off.
0: Oh, she totally would.
1: Someone said, looking back, I would. Uh, I, this is a text at 206 803 Rock. I would have told myself to stay in the Army. I'd be retired at 40. I'm 40 now and I have no retirement.
4: Oh, oh man. Yeah,
1: those are tough decisions. Yeah, a lot of times you make these tough decisions when you're young and you don't realize your future, how it's going to impact you.
4: We probably should have told our 17 year old selves which businesses to invest in to buy stock in this, oh. buy stock in that.
1: Yeah, that. those I feel like are no brainer. That's the cheating. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I, I, of course, I hope pick these teams to win these sporting oh, yeah. events. Yeah.
4: There you go. Well, Rockaholics, have you ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law? We love to hear them. A story that you'll never forget. Call us up as we want to hear all about it. Plus, that story will give you a chance at winning Trevor Noah tickets. Call us up at 206-803-ROCK. We're going to take your calls at 7.50.
2: The Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.